gate breaks through, deepens the shadow of the night of fate, and darkness closes round the golden horn. But radiantly above the golden gate breaks the resplendence of a glorious morn. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Today we got a different episode, a different format, still personal, still cutty, still real. But this time we're going to talk about a band, me and my friend, who I'm going to introduce in a second, Love. This episode is, it's a different type of episode. I just literally got the idea just because I love this band and Joaquin, who I've known for quite a bit, um, loves this band also. So yeah, I don't know. This, this might be good. This might not be good. Maybe I'll do more episodes of the, like these. Maybe not. I don't know. Hopefully people like this. Please uh, repost. Give us a five star. Do it. Support this podcast in any way you can. I'm trying to keep this going past the 100th episode. But um, yes, Trash Talks playing the Roxy Theater this upcoming Friday. This should be out the day before that or the day after. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I got this idea to talk to Joaquin. No one on social media has Rising Goes Ham. He has a big following on social media, just posting clips of bands. But he's been going to shows for 10 plus years and been recording videos before it was before people had their phones out on at shows um on the instagram page uh for this post of the podcast she's there should be a post out there with a lot of clips from trash talk over the years playing la from just pov shows in the cut in the pit so go check that out if you want to go see it but without further ado we got joaquin here rising goes how are you doing i'm doing great it's a beautiful saturday we're chilling in my man cave Happy 100 episodes. I'd like to say that I've actually listened to all 100 episodes. I'm a big fan and supporter of the podcast. I think it's sick because it it's always been raw. It's always been uncut. And I love the topics you go over with everybody. It's so, so cool. Thank you. And uh, it's because the reason I like, like I, I, did, I, I said it right now, um, the reason I had this idea is because I think we like talked, like we knew each other, and then like I knew you, like I think you, I knew you like trash talk. We did like we discussed it, but I want to say like people who love trash talk love trash talk. It's like almost like you like hardcore, you like punk, you like this certain sub type of punk, but like there's like you just love trash talk. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole like like just part in your heart where you're just like I only have memories for trash talk. No, you're 100% right. I remember one of our earlier on conversations was Trash Talk was briefly brought up and I saw your eyes and face light up and I kind of knew, I was like, oh, he knows. Like, he's younger, I'm older, but I know he knows. And I knew that, that getting to know each other better with time, we'd pr- the topic would probably come up and it excites me to be able to, like, share about previous experiences or shows that they've ever thrown in LA. How many shows have you been to? How many trash talk shows have you been to? I've been to anywhere between 20 and 30 trash talk shows, always around LA. I've never seen them outside of LA. 
20 30 shows in LA alone since 2012, right? 2011. 2011. Yeah. I've only been to one trash talk show, mm -hmm. which is the most recent one, not the Roxy Theater, that it's going to happen this Friday or Thursday. It's, I saw them with, what was it? Eagle Rock? Eagle Rock. With Nikel and the Mainlander. So, uh -huh. so that's just, it just shows like, it just, just shows how trash talk is one of those bands where like, and like, and yeah, it's just one of those bands that no matter, I don't know. It, it hits, it hits. Yeah. If you if you could resonate and <clears throat> trash talk is a band that's so out there and their morals and what they're about, it's so out there. So it's like if you could connect to that, you're autumn Like it took me only one show, and you're 20, 20, 30 shows later, and you're still gonna go to the upcoming show. You're gonna have a kid. You're thirty. Like from twenty twelve, you you become an adult. It's been eleven years. Twenty eleven. Sorry, it's been like what twelve, thirteen years. You've become an adult, and you're still. Like you may, you probably change in the sense of hardcore punk and like the way you act, life and all that stuff. But you still, you still are gonna go to a trash talk show. Yeah. And, and making it sound like it's like the Grateful Dead, but to, like I mean, to, to, like sometimes I feel like I'm one of those guys who like love like Led Zeppelin and like all those bands. I'm like that's how I feel about trash talk. Yeah. And like I know I like and I know I've ta I've talked to Spanish, I've talked to Lee here and there, and it's like that. Like it's like they go so much more than just. Like the people, it's like like the 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 unison. Like we talked about earlier, like like no just to any other member, it's just like that image of like Sam Boss and Garrett Spencer and Lee. Just like you know what I mean, just like the videos. Like I've never saw that live, but like the videos in my head. And then you do your research, like you know, it's so easy to do it online. You do your research of like Sam Boston did all this, and Sam Boston takes you into a whole other world of like, and then you learn about like every other member, what they did, photography, Babylon. Spencer and Infest, Doom Regulator, like all these like random cool bands, and then you find out about Tim Butcher, and then you find out so much, and you could go in deep to like Trash Talk Collective, and it just becomes like it's almost its own world that it's not like yes, there's books and and all that stuff, but like it's almost like if you know, you know, I guess like with most hardcore punk stuff, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, it's like my black flag, I guess. That's what I guess. Like that's well, like you also said once, like if if you like them, you really like them. There there's people like that and. It's definitely, it definitely shows with everything they've ever put out. Like you said, individually, they all have their own interesting and cool things that they, they do or together. Like you said, Babylon was a cool area that, that, that they're not really so active on right now, it seems. But it's cool that Trash Talk is, it seems like they're being more active again. They have a few shows coming up, some two here in LA, a couple out of state. And I'm just, I'm just happy. It's just, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, so, I'll let you do most of the talking. Mm -hmm. When was the first? How how did you how did you get to your first track start show? So I remember I had seen some of their shirt designs at at previous shows that I had gone to, and I was um, very big on on going to like record stores and like taking pictures of CDs. So I can go home and like download them on the internet because I didn't have the money to buy the CDs. So whenever I would see cool shirts, I would try to remember the name and then I would try to find the CDs at, at record stores to then try to download them at home. But more specifically, uh, my first trash talk show, I was actually very into streetwear in my, in, in my earlier days. And I was shopping at the store called The Hundreds out on Fairfax. And um, this one rapper named Alexander Spit, he was actually an employee at the store. 
but he was also a rapper and he was playing a show with them in Garden Grove. And after I finished um, buying the t-shirt I was buying, I think I had mentioned to him something about a recent song he dropped or something. And then he invited me to the, to the show, which he handed me a flyer to. And it was with Trash Talk. And at the time I had just gotten my license. So I think it was also my first time driving kind of far out from where I lived. I lived in the San Fernando Valley in Pacoima. And that was, that was like a two hour drive for me. And I had just got my license. I had to convince my mom that, that, I, that I was gonna be okay and that I was driving so far, but that nothing would happen. And that, I, well, I also had to be back, back, back home by like 2 a.m. cause I used to work grave sh- graveyard shifts at FedEx. And, but yeah, that first show, I made the drive to Garden Grove and and they played in like a house. So I was always familiar with like backyard shows, but this, this show happened inside the house. And that was the first time I've ever been exposed to that. And um, um, I know there's a YouTube video of the full set on YouTube somewhere, but it's just a core memory that I'll never forget because people were like climbing on each other and they were jumping off like the rafters of the ceiling and um, it was just so energetic seeing all the sing-alongs and seeing Lee, how he works with the crowd for the first time. And after watching them for the first time, I immediately knew whenever this band plays, I have to be there. Like the feelings that I felt that first time that I, was, that I saw them, like, like I've been dying to like feel that ever since. And like, I feel like it always gets fulfilled every time I see them. Can you explain um, that feeling? It's an unexplainable feeling. You just feel so into the moment. So you forget about everything else, especially when you know the lyrics and you're just screaming them from the bottom of your chest. It's just, it's just an awesome experience. When I first saw Trash Talk, the recent show, and you did emphasize like it, it might have not has been like, you know, like how previous years, like, or, you know, previously, like, as wild as it can get yeah like i still like the the reason i was like i've heard of trash talk and a lot of a lot of the people i think that were closer to my age at that gig were like were only there because they were like oh like i've heard like stories like i've seen the videos like i like it's almost like a myth you know what i mean like it's like what the hell is gonna happen you know what i mean because like covid had happened like a whole new generation of kids had gone into hardcore myself included well i yeah so when when i saw that i was like I didn't, I mean, I knew, so, I knew like, you know, the hits, but I know, like, I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I didn't know the settlers, like, like, I, I knew half of the settlers of anything, and going in, I was like, damn, like, like, this is, like, this is what I wish hardcore and punk could be all the time, you know what I mean, it's like, it, it felt like, you, like, you hear stories of, like, Black Flag, or, like, or, like, I don't know, like, fucking, like, X, like, you think of all those stories, I'm like, damn, like, like this is really lawless um lawless you could really do whatever the fuck you want and it's like there is no like like it really it really felt like the back to the basics of hardcore and in my head i didn't know that was still a thing like i thought like hardcore like you know like hardcore had like i don't know just it, it felt different and it really felt free and even though i wasn't maybe participating 100 percent, most of the time i was just like like standing there just like what the fuck like i didn't know this was possible you know what i mean like this is all i've ever wanted out of a hardcore show but go ahead and talk about like as you saw them throughout like the like from 2012 you have you have all the, the list right here from 2012 to like 2014. 
Yeah, so every time was a special, a special event, a core memory. And going back to what you said about sometimes it being like a myth, I would somewhat agree because as we were talking earlier before the podcast, a lot of their shows were, a lot of their LA shows were always announced on a whim. They were always announced like a, oh, secret show or, oh, dollar show or, oh, location dropping at noon on a Saturday. Like, um, like stay tuned. And it was like, if you knew, you knew, you know, you'd, you'd look out for the post and you'd pull up. And I think those were some of their most memorable shows. There was definitely more than a handful. And I'll try to talk, talk about as many as we can. But um, looking, at, looking at the list, uh, it was sometime in August of 2012 where I think they were doing some sort of shoot. It might have been for Vans, I think, but I'm not 100% sure. But the place got filled to capacity so fast. And uh, it was somewhere in downtown LA. Um, Again, I had just started driving around this time, so I wasn't too familiar with the area. Um, and uh, yeah, the place got to capacity and then security started trying to kick people out. And then Trash Talk fans started hearing the set start and then people started jumping the fence to get in, but security wasn't having it. And then security started lighting up their, their, their taser guns and then the crowd even got pepper sprayed, which I showed you in the video. I have a clip of that. I don't know why I was filming, but it's, it's a cool clip to look back on now. And then before you know it, like, I don't even think Trash Talk finishes set because LAPD started showing up and um, they had the right gear and all that. And then the, the people outside just started acting lawless and throwing tables onto the chair, onto the streets. And, um, and yeah, so that's just uh, just just one experience, and then um, it just it just goes on from were, there. By any chance, were you at the San Furia, the the Oxnard one, where uh, they 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 came up in a in a U-Haul and they start playing? Mm. No, I wasn't. I was I was in ninth grade at the time. You were in ninth grade. I was in ninth oh shit! Grade. I was way way no, way. That was before me. And that was before. Oh damn. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. So you saw them at the uh, the. Uh, the the carnival the camp Flogna carnival yeah so how was that yeah they played the first ever odd future carnival it was at staple center um in like the parking lot of staple center the a majority of the fest all the rappers played on a stage outside but then everybody had to go inside the microsoft theater which is now the novo theater and in the novo in the microsoft theater Tyler finished out the festival and then Trash Talk actually closed it. And it was a pretty memorable show because during Tyler's set, he brought out Lil Wayne and it was just sick. Lil Wayne. It was crazy that Trash Talk at some point closed over Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, then, like, like I know fools like now, like that some kid made a YouTube video. It feels like a full Maddie Ball or something. Like, shout out, he, has, he does cool videos, but I was like, I was interesting that like he made a video like, like it's like oh like Tyler's like roots to punk and like was well, like yeah like uh, like I don't know like this band called Trash I'm like damn like at some point Trash like headline over Tyler like not that like it's like like it's just it's crazy to think like that was a thing so at some point no yeah you're right because I definitely I think I showed you some clips where Tyler was kind of always around in that 2011 12 13 era he would pull up to the shows he'd pull up to the video shoots he'd pull up to the barbecues Tyler was always there. 
and he just was cool with everybody and he didn't have security he wasn't as big as he is today but he definitely fucked with it hard and like and like talking about the barbecues like him being there like, talk about a little like Tyler, uh, uh, Lee or Trash Talk or whoever may, or whoever was involved uh, would just post come come kick it or like do like picnics or do barbecue yeah Lee, Lee specifically would always uh, put out open invites to certain barbecues they would have like at a park and uh it was just like a pull up come kick it and that's exactly what it was i pulled up to all of them and it was always good food good chats good good times no drama just 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 homies being homies it seemed like that's that's why i think i resonate a lot with trash talk because it always felt more of a family based type of thing and like they always kind of like looked out for you and like they're just cool they're all cool guys well, they like they even they even got like you said they got you in a gig one time because they just posted on Twitter who wants free tickets to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had posted who wanted free tickets to their gig in in Riverside where they played with uh, suicidal tendencies, and I originally hadn't purchased the ticket because I thought Riverside was too far. But then, being the trash talk fan that I am, once I saw oh a free ticket, that kind of fuck it, I'll bust the mission and I'll get there one way or another. So uh, yeah, he he had hooked it up with a free ticket to that to that insane gig where uh, I specifically remember during that gig he he like went off to the side of the stage and he he like scratched out a large uh, the the trash talk peace sign with the mic and I don't know if he got in trouble for that but I just remember that being a moment. See, like I mean, rest in, rest in peace to my friend of friendship who was who had one time brought it up. Uh, uh, Lee is always in every art, like art, skateboarding, anything cool that's like that revolves like community. And I and, and I think about it until he said that, but I was like, that's true. Like, like he's big on community. Whether like like I mean the, like and for context, he doesn't know you or like you guys are not friends. But the fact that he's 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 st- he like like it's like I see you and I'm gonna get you in this gig. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it just shows, like it's not. It's more than just like it's more than just the music. It's it's really a, it's really about community. And one thing I want to touch on is when we're when you're showing me these videos earlier, you there's like a lot of trash talk characters. Like not the band, like not in the band. Like Matt McCormick, uh, the, the guy who's <laughs> stuck while singing. Like you know, it's like there's characters that if you go to trash talk show. For like, or if you pay attention, or if you really care, like you're gonna notice all the Alexander Spit. Like you're gonna notice all these people who are always at these shows. Like, and we're running around like it's, no, it's kind of cool. Like, no, it is cool. Like, you, like 100%. You're right because um, there are certain characters too that like kids even that would only show up to to trash talk shows, but I would never see them at any other actual hardcore shows. It was just they would just pull up for trash talk, and for whatever reason. Um, like, like I never knew any of these people, but I knew that they would be there at the next one and at the following one and at the next one. And some of the more characters you're talking about, I think it's more of like their direct friends that they've developed relationships over the years or that they've worked with or that they do projects with. But yeah, they're, they're, they definitely have a strong fan base. Every hardcore punk show is like, there's always, like, no offense, like, like no, there's not no diff. Like, it's just like, it is what it is. Like, like you see like hardcore friends with hardcore friends, punk these other punk friends it's like Trashik was like what the fuck like like when I when I remember when uh, when Lee was like Matt McCormick or, or from Erodium like 
Like what? Like like this famous fucking artist or not? Well, famous or a famous artist? Well known. Well known. Like and his art is fucking good. Like it's not like he's just like I'm like oh shit like this guy's like like this guy wrote it for trash. Like in my head it's like oh this is like I don't know like th- like just learning like and as you dig deeper and you learn it's like like uh, like Sammy Winston like would. Like, you know, like, did a lot for their earlier for, like, I don't, I'm not t- to talk too much on that, but did a lot for Trash Talk to get out, like, I mean, to, like, to, to, to start up from the ground up. And I'm like, and then, and then, like, I meet Sponto later on in life, like, on my own, and then he talks to me about Sammy Winston. And at the end of the day, it's like this kind of, like, it's not, it's not, it's not at all, like, this, like, cool guy club. It's more like, like, real ones club. You know what I mean? Like, because it's like, you could be an artist, you could be Alexander Spick who does, like, rap beats and then like you could be like like you could be a like um like in trash talk is straight up hardcore kids you know what i mean like it's not like some like like a lot of people i think over the years i've heard from my like people were like well you like trash talk they're just like like you know like that like streetwear like rap i'm like no these are literal hardcore kids like i think i saw a comment like where uh on the on the roxy poster someone said like i saw a trash talk at the roxy with um i'm gonna butcher their name but Mar- martyr martyr grind uh that grandcore band, that big grandcore band, I was like, I'm like, like that's like fucking crack to me. Like the fact that Trash Talk was play, able to like, you know, could have booked like any other band, like was playing with that grandcore band. What's that band that uh that you said that uh, the first, I think the second show you went, that the punk band, what was uh, it called? Duke Nukem Forever, DNF. That was Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, you know, well, Sam Boston was in it, but like, yeah. but like it's like like. DNF. Like it's just fucking sick. You know what I mean? Like, like the fact that like. Like, like it's they're not do, like it, I guess I don't know if I don't know if most people, but I've heard a lot. Like I don't know how many of the people, these, I guess, haters, or whatever. But like a lot of things, a lot of them think like, oh, I'm gonna just trash talk playing with these rap artists. Just like I don't know, like for like like we're gonna be the punk band at these. But it's like no, a lot of like they really fuck with these artists, and they really fuck with like still the DIY like punk shit. You know what I mean? Like, like they're still having Terrena yeah. on the fucking bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Like newer, newer band. Newer, young, realized like Nardcore like band. It's like they could have easily had like I don't know, like I don't know, you, you know, like Tsunami or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like easy. Yeah, you're right. I think it's it's definitely interesting that their their roster of of flyers that they've they've had over the last de- decade can span from someone like Terror to someone like Space Ghost Perp to someone like Soldier Boy. To someone like suicidal tendencies, like they've played with everyone. They know, like it's like, and I like to say that a lot of the fans like know too. Like a lot of like the people who like, I mean, you know, like I don't know, I don't know how true the saying is, but like if you're an artist, you are who your fans are. You know, that's what they represent. What your art is, you know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's like, and I think I like any 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 body who I've talked to that loves trash talk. Like as someone like you, like you, I mean, you guys can't see, but your room is full of like from flags from Cannibal Corpse to a, a trash talk section to a power chair, Pain of Truth, what was it Human Garbage, Grand Theft Auto, Travis Scott, Alpha and Omega, oh, what else? Dead Heat, Drain, the Lakers, the uh, I don't know what that is skateboarding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like a bunch of all these like like it's like yes, it's hardcore, but like if you know, you know, Cannibal Corpse is and is different from power trip and like you know what I mean it's not like there's so much different like cool shit going on you know what I mean it's, it's like you're not just like a random hardcore kid who's content with listening to the popular bands you know what I mean it's like you you dig deep and you know what you like and you have good taste thank you yeah 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 I think it's definitely cool when you can 
kind of understand everything for what it is. Exactly. And then, like you said, dig deeper because a lot of the times um, when you only listen to mainstream stuff, it kind of gets boring after a while. And then you kind of want more. And then you look for more and you find something amazing, like these subgenres or like niche categories of music that have like these cool followings and these cool shows and these cool unwritten rules and just everybody that, 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 that's a part of it just knows you know you just know you show up you do your thing and you go home and it's like the best night of your life <laughs> what more do you need what more do you need well really I mean like when you got a show like when you got a I mean not just trash but like I mean like other bands that ceremony um, I'm trying to think of some other bands like that just like that it really feels like it feels like, like I guess, like not to, like not to be, what's it called? Not to be corny, but like, uh, like real, uh, like if, like it's, it feels like a ceremony. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. feels like it feels like, uh, it feels like its own thing. It feels like you're one with the band for that moment, and and you're one with that band because the band has something that no other band can offer. And it's genuine. It's genuine. That, that's a big one. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that try to do it, but it doesn't work. Real ones, real ones down. This is what it is. So, talk about the gym, the the G Pen free tour, and talk about other shows that they did for like a dollar, or for free, or explain what it was like, how the shows, how packed it got, like you know, like you had to be there early, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said the G Pen free tour. That one was back in like June of 2014, and um, that one was in particularly cool because. Um, um, Rotting Out played, a few rappers played, and then towards the end of the night, um, that's, the, that's the one show where Cat Williams pulled up and Suge Knight pulled up, and Mac Miller was also there. It was just insane, and I remember specifically for that one, I think I got through like three hours early once, once the address dropped or whatever, and uh, once you're inside, you just know that you're in for a good time. And you had, and you had to get there early because... Were really people didn't, couldn't get in at all? Oh, it's just a lot of the times there's like capacity, certain capacity. But like, was a lot of people like I want you to paint a picture of like how how like how packed were the shows get like, and like I like with it, I heard that one dollar show was at midnight, or like they started playing like at twelve or something like that, or Probably. or, or how, when you you how, when they charge a dollar for a show, would you literally just go and like someone would just collect one dollar from you? I honestly don't remember, but I think so. I think you're right. Like, just like at, I think it was at the door. Yeah. yeah just a dollar. Just yeah. a dollar. Yeah. I don't even know where it would go to. <laughs> like, <laughs> just a guy with the bag just, just collecting like $1. The bag, yeah. And then by the end of the day, I just have a bunch just of $1. Little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and And um, you, you were at the Tide dollar sign video where... Yeah, so that was another thing where Lee, I remember, just made a post saying any any hardcore kids want to be in a music video type of thing and and me being the hakalero that i am i dm him right away and then you get the info and like i said you pull up and then that particular day was fun because it was i've never been a part of a music video shoot but i learned that that they're time consuming they take all day because you're waiting on like a director and you're waiting on people setting up and shit it's a lot of bullshit it's a lot of bullshit and then for that one particularly they had hired this actor cop and during the day, we were all just fucking around with them, taking pictures, and uh, just pretending to like get arrested and shit. 
<laughs> and then uh, it was cool because towards the end of the night, they actually used the cop car for a scene where Ty Dolla Sign was 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 on the cop car, and the 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 fans were kind of in front of him, kind of just like pretending to be into it. And then freaking Lee, he I, I was standing next to him with like a bunch of other kids, and he had said like like one of y'all go quick, go jump off the cop car and dive into the crowd. And me being like, si patron, I just, <laughs> I just booked it. I, I ran, I jumped on the cop car and I dove into the crowd. But sadly, that, that didn't make the music video. But one of my homies had recorded a clip of it. So it's a cool memory to have. Uh, I also, I, I, I'm going to randomly bring this up. But I one thing besides the chaos and intensity of trash talk shows, like you got to look at the little tiny details. And like the the way Garrett holds his guitar, I want to give credit to like like not just Leah like conducting a crazy show, but like like one thing I always found cool and that always stuck with me even before I really got into trash talk is is the way Spencer holds his bass. Like he's like air, like he's almost air, air basing it. You know, what, you know what I mean? Like like it's almost like it weighs nothing. Yeah. And I mean like he just carries it up and like and then carries it down and then like like he does like his rolls and then same thing with Gary because Gary like plays the guitar like he's just like like he's like I don't know like like you know what I mean like he's just like it's the guitar looks so light too I forget what the guitar is called but the famous guitar that Greg Ken uses from Black Flag which is like you know like and you know you know but it's like I want like and then I mean Sam Boston I kiss I kiss his ass too much on this fucking podcast but you know coolest fucking drummer coolest fucking guy ever but um. Then we go to Boiler Room, Nature World. I think I I want to say like, hold on, I'm trying to trying to look. At it. Well, aside from the one one nine video, the Boiler Room, and I think this was like prime. What I say, prime trash talk, or when or when would you say it's prime trash talk? I want to say like maybe. I mean, my is like that's 2016 seems kind of prime time. Like where like where they're like they're like their their status is is cemented. Yeah, I I would say so. That by then, I mean. They've put out a couple more than a few records. One one nine, like you said. I think, yeah. No peace. Yeah, no peace. Eyes and nines. Uh, yeah, hundred um, percent. You had brought up uh, the 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 Boiler Room GoPro show. Yeah. Oh, I want. Hold on, I want to ask you. A lot of these shows, the Boiler Room, it was in, it was in the afternoon. Uh, a lot of these shows were, like you said, were. We're, we're set like right before we're posted the day of we're one dollar we're on tether tether it's like at some point like do you have any stories of like you having to do something that day and then canceling it driving doing whatever you have to do to get to a show 100% uh, calling out of work faking that I'm sick or something or like flaking on on people or something like that but work for sure I've definitely called out of work in those days to go to a trash talk show because I would never want to miss out. And for context, you're like, a, you have a, you're, you're a, you're a college graduate. You're like, a, you're a responsible man. So I don't think like, for, like, I, like, it's like, this might be common and hardcore, but like, this isn't like, like Joaquin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Isn't the type of guy to be doing like to be doing this all the time. 
So which is like I just like I guess says how special his band is, but so yeah, that's like, a good way to put it. Yeah, so Nature World, outdoor uh, outdoor bad brain talk about those shows. Trash talk being being I guess I don't know like I guess yeah like their status was already cemented. How, how were those shows? Yeah, the Nature World one was special uh, because that was a very diverse lineup where um, I think Soldier Boy headlined and. Um, uh, trash talk played to to a mixed audience, but those mixed audiences always well mix well because their their core fans always show up. But then, like rap fans also like get down too. I think also show me the body played that day. Culture abuse nomads. And, and, uh, yeah. and then, uh, soldier soldier boy. Yeah, scourge. Show played. me the body. Early scourge. That's early scourge. With, yeah. Why do you spell it with a C? That's how you spell it. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Scourge with a K, no? Or is that the same scourge? Who knows? Well, maybe it's a different crowd. <laughs> what is that one thing? The Mandela effect? Oh! <laughs> oh, it used to be with the seat. Uh, Scorch is always been with the seat. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then Goth Money Records, Cities of Ibs, Sasha Go Hard, Sicko Mob. Yeah, that's definitely a legendary status show to have your band play with someone like Soldier Boy, who definitely has a, a legacy status as well for Crank That and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so now you're 30 years old. You've seen Trash Talk a lot. Do I, I guess it's corny to ask, but like, I just want to ask, like, is it, do you, do you not, like, get tired of seeing Trash Talk? Because uh, they've had the same set list, like, or a similar set list for, like, a while. And they still had the same set list last year. Like, do, do you ever, like, eh, like, like, I've seen them enough. No, it never gets old. I think... I think no matter how old I get, if I see that flyer, if I see their name anywhere, even if it's out of state, I will definitely like consider it <laughs> or it'll cross my mind. I'll look up plane tickets even though I never booked them. But it's just it's just like that automatic like I don't care. Anything anything to be in that room. I don't care what I have going on that day, but I'm gonna make my way to that show one way or another. You're gonna have a kid. I'm gonna have a kid. How do you feel? You feel like you're not gonna be able to go to these shows often. You feel like you're not gonna be at the trash talks at Brazil. No, we'll find a way. You'll find a way. Find a babysitter. Anything to get to the show. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I I believe you're gonna. I believe you would do that. And I would just be like, damn, like from from calling off of work at FedEx or going to FedEx at one in the morning to see trash talk. Yeah. To like getting a babysitter to see trash talk. That's so hard. <laughs> That's so hard. But um, so I want to share a little bit of my, because a lot of people are like, why the fuck do you like trash talk? And I've gotten that question a lot of like, why, like, why do you like this band? And I think uh, for context, yeah. because you're saying that you're that you're young, I myself am curious as to like, what how, how'd you get into it? What me? What what drew your attention to them, and why is it that you kind of get it, even though you weren't around for all these experiences? Well, it's like I thought when I was like when I was a kid, I thought punk was was always or hardcore, whatever you want to call it, or both. Like it was just like everybody was open minded. Like before I went to shows, like I've I've told the story many times. I've been into punk metal my whole life. My dad introduced me at a young age, and I always had this idea like, oh, every punk kid is open minded. 
like punk kids like rap punk like we all like is like yeah, that was more of a type of person more than more than just uh more than i don't know like I, all right so the reason the reason i thought hard i thought hard I, the reason i love trash talk even though they were they're were way past my time and um I mean, by the time I was getting into hardcore, they had they were they were playing like their second to last show, which was the Great Day tour. Like I was I was getting into hardcore. Like I was going to shows. I knew what hardcore was, but I thought punk kids were like open minded. Like I I never like I go to hardcore shows now and then hardcore kids like I don't like art. Like I don't like this. I don't like that. It's like like it's like whoa. Like I thought like I thought if you were a punk or a hardcore kid, like you automatically liked everything anything that was cool. But that's not the case. You want to show a lot of these kids like only like breakdowns or all these or certain kids only like fast parts, circle pits. You know what I mean? Like everybody already like like split into like 10 different groups when like the music's kind of like similar. And like, you know, these are the drunk punks. These are the cross punks. These are the side to side punks with the blazers and the shorts. And then this is the hardcore kids. And then this is the it's like, why the fuck is everybody into different shit? So when I saw Trash Talk, I was like, oh, here's skaters, writers. Punk kids, hardcore kids, like traditional hardcore kids, and like and like, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with being one thing more than the other. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'll admit, like I like my like you know spin kick music, you know, a little bit more than I like you know most of. But it's like, but you still like art, you still like all this other shit. So when I saw Trash Talk, I was like, oh, like this is what I've been looking for, like a band that puts everything together, a band that like you can like the first thing that I, I remember the first time that when I saw them play, the first song they played, Dog Man. People were spin kicking, stage diving, circle pitting, and like going side to side and just moving. I'm like, like five forms of moshing in one. And I was like, oh, like this could finally happen. And then as time went on, you know, I like, uh, I mean, a big part is Luis. Shout out to Luis from Alpha. He gave me a book. I saw photos of like Sam Boss. I was like, this guy looks cool. I saw videos. You know, I, I dug deeper. I learned about Tim Butcher. I saw some of his bands. I was curious into why someone could be remembered despite not being, I guess, someone famous. And then I was like, oh, this, and then I learned about Matt McCormick and I learned about Alexander Spitt and then Matt McCormick was a gateway into art. Uh, Alexander Spitt was a gateway into other like low key hip hop shit. And I was like, oh, like this is, this is the, 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 the top, the, the top dogs or not literally like, like, like the, the, the real ones from all these different, different types of worlds just met through just, being real ones and they made great art and now I am grateful that I could just listen to this band and every time I listen to this band or every time I, I just look at videos like I, I, just, I remember all these things it kind of brings me life it brings me like it brings me like like oh like there's like it reminds me that there's so much more than that out there and yeah I love Trash Talk it's a great band from everything from the way they present themselves anyway from who they are um I think a big part was like just learning about Sammy Winston, learning about how he was the root of a lot of the way Trash Talk, like, you know, like the, like he says in the video, Sammy raised us. And I was like, I, like that's a crazy thing to say. And this is going to sound crazy, and I want to put that out there. I have a Trash Talk tattoo, and the, and the Trash Talk tattoo, this, is, this, is, this might sound, this might be cool or cringe, depending on how you look at it. I have a Trash Talk tattoo, which is, which is the the noose hanging from the from from the peace sign and the reason i got it even though i wasn't there is because the trash talks after T tim butcher's farewell for or tim butcher's like show after he passed away uh lee has a shirt like, i don't ever represented death or i don't ever represented anything you know or i think it just kind of fit or whatever but i the reason i got that is because of that specific set because that's 
because in my from from just seeing that video like once a week that's like it's straight up pain like it's almost like it's it's not the best set quite literally but it's their best set and that's just from like and it's not even for me being there it's just from like like i don't know like just re and I also want to give a shout out to all, all the other characters from Trash Talk. I met that guy, the Devil, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, um, I know you've seen him. If you like, if you like, you see, he's, I think uh, Lisa, like, he's like Derek Hardy's security. That big guy was like, like, like it's like it's so cool that it's just cool. Like, it will never stop being cool to me. Like, like whether I whether I get to know them, whether I get to shake hands, like it still will always be cool to see a lot of all these characters come together in the form. And the like, and the root of it being a fucking hardcore band, a hardcore punk band. I guess that's the best way to put it. But I love Trash Talk, and then I think I don't know what else should we say. Anything we should cover? Anything else? Anything else you want to say? I think we should just keep talking about why we love Trash Talk so much. Just, just fucking like dog dog. We could talk on about it forever. There's there's so many stories, so you, many more stories that I've experienced firsthand. And so many like stories that have occurred at like international shows. It's insane how many, how much reach they have. I mean, there's that. You were telling me about this kid that pissed in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's like, it re- like, like, it's like, and I mean, like, I'm not gonna act like I know, but like, I mean, again, this is just me learning. Like, from what you're telling me, it's like anything really goes. Yeah, anything goes. I think that happened in Australia. I think there's a photo of it if you look it up. Trash Talk Australia kid. You'll you'll see an explicit. What's some crazy? It was on some other crazy chasing in the pit. <laughs> um, I've seen a dude bust open his arm, where where his fucking bone was sticking out. Like, I need something. I need something. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's like, I need, I need help. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane, man. What's some other crazy shit? Um, I really like uh, uh. Uh, the, this one time, uh, one of their homies got up for to do a freaking guest spot on Sacramento is Dead, and he like whips out his fucking dick, and he sings the whole song with his dick out. Wait, I, <laughs> <laughs> I also like that when you told me that story earlier, you uh, we both knew what the guy you're talking about, but solely because we just seen so many trash talk videos. Oh, I see so many trash talk videos, and you see them live so many times exactly. that we both knew, like, oh, that guy. It's like the even characters. Though, yeah, yeah, like it's the character. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know the characters, uh huh. But um, what's some other crazy shit? What do, What do you think out of all these shows? Which has been the craziest? They've all been crazy. Which has right? been the craziest? Which you think like for like like you like stepping outside your body? Which has been the craziest trash talk show? You gotta say. You gotta I say. Yeah, it's which hard, hard to the... pick one. I mean, I definitely lean lean more towards like like more memorable ones, like the GoPro boiler room one. For some reason, at the end of the set, Lee took everybody outside, and it just came across me to fucking run to the back, jump on top of the roof, and jump off the roof. That's something that that that's very memorable to me. I'll never forget that. It's a good time, good memory. Gonna show my kids one day. Say, hey, that that was your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I just think, as we mentioned earlier, dude, just their extensive roster of how many different artists and genres they've played with. Like, even me looking back at it now, I'm just like, damn, like, that's crazy. What's a damn that's crazy band? A band? Yeah, or artist, or like, 
like and just start naming off the top of your head what's like oh shit they play with this artist space ghost perp was one freaking suicidal tendencies fucking soldier boy literally dude everybody uh, it was crazy to see them with suicide boys and seeing how lee can take the energy of a small diy show and kind of expand and grow it to a more legit stadium show and seeing how he still brings the diy energy and rawness to the crowd because i remember he still did the thing where he goes into the middle he has everybody sit down during hash wednesday he does the circle pit around around him bit just it's just crazy to see that he can do it in a small diy setting and in a large festival setting like like they can definitely play with anyone play anywhere play anytime it's just so sick do you think if that if trash talk stopped playing tomorrow called it quits do you think they'll be forgotten by like by the new generation i don't think so because there's so much archived footage and sets online that kids can kind of go back and look if if they wanted to like you said this is kind of more like a like you have to really deep dive and get into this band but, but once you're in it like you're, you're you're in it you know but yeah let's wrap this up anything else you want to say since i'm a fan of the show I kind of want to do a this or that. Let's do a this or that. Oh. All right, let's do a this or that. You, you, well, let's ask each other. You go first. Me first? Yeah, I'll ask you first. All right. Can we, we're doing anything, right? Not, anything. Not, not just, anything. Right. Blink-182 or Green Day? Blink-182. You go. Trash talk or ceremony? Trash talk. And that's only by like, like, like if there's like, like by one more bar. You know what I mean? Like by mm-hmm. one more, just a little, one more. All right. Yeah. My turn. Metallica or Slayer? Slayer. Biggest Slayer fan. Jesus Saves is their best song. So hard. Fuck it up. All right, your turn. Um, tacos or burritos? Burrito. Easy. 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 Walmart or Target? I used to be Team Target, but now I'm Team Walmart. Yeah. Walmart is just has everything and it's cheaper. It is cheaper. It is cheaper. Oh. Uh, it's my turn. Oh, your turn. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Death Threat or Cold as Life? Cold as Life. Um, nomads or Section Hate? Nomads. By a little. Hell yeah. Madball? Madball or Gnostic Front? Madball for me. Um, rotting Out or... Alpha and Omega. Ooh, riding out. Sorry, Luis. Sorry, but <laughs> riding out, like riding out. I have, I would have both Alpha and Omega riding out tattoos, but riding out. Hell yeah. Um, internal affair. No, Donnie Brooker piece by piece. Damn, that's a hard one. Nee, 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 nee. I'd say piece by piece. Eight one eight. Is your turn? Yeah. No, I already asked. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Zabalba or I don't know Soul Search Zabalba easy okay easy um Death or Cannibal Corpse Cannibal Corpse easy 
hammer smash first. Go ahead. Oh, is your turn? Half heart or fiddlehead? Half heart. Easy. Easy? Easy. Okay. Extreme noise terror. Extreme noise terror. Extreme noise terror terrorizer. I would say terrorizer. Mm. About um, turnstile or tsunami? Oof. Damn. I don't know. Dang. Terry's not just because they're, 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 they have a special place in my heart. They do. 200 stab wounds or Sang Sang Sugar Bob? I would say Sandwich Sugar Bob. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich Sugar Bob for sure. Yeah. They were, their sound in Fury set was so sick. They're, I like Volcano more though, but. Oh yeah. Got a Volcano flag here. So sick. Yeah. Um, let's do 805 question. Tarana or In Time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep it real. I love, I love you In Time members, but Tarana. Um, Paramore or Panic at the Disco? Paramore for sure. Um, let's do a rap one. Travis Scott or Kanye West? Kanye. Kanye. Grave Digger or Bone Thug? Bone Thugs. Yeah. Easy. I think that's good. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening.